Hey everybody, it's Joe here. Welcome to my Rosacea Freedom podcast. Um, so happy to have you here. So today I'm going to be talking about rosacea and food and anxiety. It was from a poll that was in my group and um, yeah, we got a lot of interest on this one and it's a very big topic and something that we work through quite new to when we when, either when I start working with people or just people getting in touch with me about their rosacea stories and there's a big um there's definitely a rosacea and food situation going on for lots and lots of people so for me when I had mine back then um I didn't have such uh the food wasn't my thing um I was eating pretty much anything and everything I didn't for one minute um associate it with food um for many many years and I didn't really notice at that time if I was red or fruit you know if I was flushing more from eating certain foods or you know I definitely wasn't having anxiety about eating foods or and I know people suffer with that a lot I know that that's what happens to many of you so for me it was more I just ate what I was enjoying or I used to like eating but when I look back now from my years of being free um yeah I was definitely probably not helping my face and my body and for me it with rosacea it was more my digestive system slowed right down when it was bad for me I had really slow digestion and I'm talking slow I'm talking maybe a bowel movement a week twice if I was lucky I was that slow and so that was what sort of made me over many many years just think wow you know um it made me feel that I needed to eat more fresher foods I mean I drank plenty of water I thought back then I was like a water junkie but my system was really really slow and considering for the amount of stress I was holding in my body and I was quite, I guess I was quite a carbohydrate eater because I was so busy at working and it was just like the fuel that I needed at the time. And I remember them there being next to the hairdressing salon where I was in, there was a Jamaican food store, uh, a stall. And um, that was my hit. Every lunchtime I'd go around and have rice and spicy jerk chicken and whatever I was eating. So I was, you know, creating more heat in my body when I look back. But for me, I didn't really have the anxieties that I'm being presented with right now, what people are sharing with me, and it's big. You know, there's a lot and lot and lot of food anxiety and um, the mind thinking that the foods we're eating is causing our rosacea. And I'm thing with it is, is that when you Google any sort of rosacea, then food comes up, don't eat this, don't eat that. There's a lot of things that we're told not to do because we've got rosacea, this incurable disease. So of course that plants a seed in us and then we start to think, oh no, 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 I can't eat pizza and oh no, 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 I better not eat A, B or C or whatever the food is. And it's usually the foods that we used to really enjoy that are, we are trying and sort of um, taken away from ourselves because we've read or or we've been told or that we shouldn't eat certain foods. Now, as my um, progression became through my healing and my understanding of myself, because remember that I sat with myself for many, many, many years in just sort of figuring out why, what. And, you know, I have this self-mastery in me. I am very dedicated to knowing myself extremely, extremely well. 
And I believe if we have rosacea, then that is in all of you. You're empathic, you're sensitive. And um, the journey of getting to know self is precious. It is a massive part of the curing, of the healing. But sadly, we're so bombarded with rosacea outside news, you know, creams, products, lasers. And it's Rosacea Awareness Week, actually, or, pardon me, month at the moment. And I'm looking through some of the material that's been shared, and it's very statistic, you know, like um, 40% of us think that, um, you know, we, we're not happy when people judge the way we look and things. So there's lots of statistics. I can't say the word because of my braces, statistics and percentages floating around. But, you know, and my instant thing is, okay, so that is 45% people think this or feel this, but what are you offering them to heal with? Okay, so they probably, they, well, most of the time there's a website for you to go to and then that's where you're sort of um, caught in that sort of web then of, uh, you know, Anyway, so Rosacea Week, yeah, Rosacea Awareness for me is every single day. That's why uh, I made my group and that's why I offer these lovely podcasts so people can awaken. I can initiate you to awaken to your power. So back to food and anxiety. I feel when people tell me, and I've had some clients that have really big, huge issues. You know, they're eating rice and chicken or they're eating some some such minimalistic diets, you know, and they're preparing food for families, but they're giving their family one food and they're, you know, chewing on a lettuce leaf for their dinner because they're so, they become so fearful around food. Where does this fearful come from? Usually... Nine times out of ten, it's because from research, internet research or things like that. And for me, I feel like rosacea and food anxiety is like another form of punishment, but it's also like a deflection from the actual point of it. Now, as I said, as I got um, deeper into my journey, I started to eliminate the foods that heated my body because I had a red beaming face. I had a burny, itchy um, pustule. I had like this crawling skin. It was br- so, so hot that, you know, it was twitching all day long. I tried my best not to touch it, but it just drew me. My attention was there the whole time. When I'm talking to somebody, I was looking to see where their eyes was directed. You know, it was a constant lifestyle for me. So, um, when we are so transfixed on foods, I think it becomes more of a deflection of what the actual problem is. So I took away heat heat building foods, which are your nightshades, your or, um, your oranges, your um, tomatoes and um, peppers and aubergines, the things that create heat in my body. I was already heated enough and I was a real tomato junkie. I would eat them like apples out of the fridge with salt on and I would just, you know, chat away. There was, you know, all that Jamaican food I ate was all tomato based, tomatoes this, tomatoes that, because we, we you know, it's a, it's a basic staple for us as a, for me being English, that's what we used to have, salads and tomatoes was always, always the option. Or if I was a snackish, I'd go in the fridge and I'd, you know, munch on a big old juicy tomato. And I do still like tomatoes, but I clearly saw I I remember eliminating them for two weeks out of my diet and I could feel the difference. And what also happened was, oh, potatoes as well. You know, I was a real chippy and I would eat chips and have, you know, mashed potato. We know in England, roast dinners and roasties and all that. So I just started to replace those foods with something else just to see for my own. And what happened was I noticed that my body started, my digestive system started to kickstart again and I just felt better 
I didn't feel so sluggish and heavy. So those are the foods that I eliminated. And if you look at um, nightshades, you will see that they are heat building foods. And that is what I did. And um, I, you know, and then that lovely um, sort of change from myself, this sort of self-care as I started to feel better, it started to wake me up to other things that may possibly, you know, make me feel better. And that's how this whole journey begins is by taking these little steps that for us who have suffered from this, just feel like such massive freedom. So the anxiety that goes with the food. So okay, maybe you've read that you shouldn't eat gluten, but you love pizza. This is a classic pizza. People People um, will relate to pizza a lot when I'm working with them because they love it. So I really find... And I also eat the foods that I fancy now. Every food that I fancy tonight, I fancy... And I live in Turkey now, so everything is tomato-based. But I've... Because I've um, not... You know, I'm not indulging in tomatoes. I can still eat them, but I don't get the reaction anymore because I've sort of almost sort of cleansed my system and come back in eating them as... But I wouldn't go to the fridge and eat a whole tomato. Do you know what I mean? But, but because my body functions better without potatoes and these heat-building foods. So when people come to me with these anxieties of food, it's not about the pizza on the plate. It's about what you're thinking is going to happen if you eat that pizza. It's got nothing to do with the pizza. Now, everybody knows if you eat a doughy pizza, that's sort of, you know, it's doughy, isn't it? It's sort of chewy and delicious and you swallow it. And for some of us with sensitive systems, for me, if I ate a whole pizza, oh, blimey, I would really feel like heavy and just it would take my energy. And I, I wouldn't like the after feeling of it, but I can have a slice or two. That's no problem but I wouldn't overindulge in that anymore because it doesn't do me any good on a on an energy energetic energetic level but I would eat it so the anxiety what I found is with clients and really these are deep anxiety I mean when people start working with me they cannot even imagine how they can change this mindset you know pizza's bad full stop I can't eat it because I'm gonna flare I'm gonna flare and, and you know but it's the thought of eating it and the anxiety that goes with that the shortening of the breath the getting back into that sort of fight or flight sort of episode and then the thought of eating pizza just becomes so overwhelming that you just don't eat the pizza but then what happens is you you, you're punishing yourself it's like a self-punishment I can't eat that because my face is flare so you've already um you've already put that out there that my face will flare if I eat the pizza so nine times out of ten, if you eat the pizza, for one, you're not enjoying it because you're so worried that your your face is going to flare or get hot. And for two, it's just you've just taken the whole joy out of eating that pizza anyway. So you don't do it. So then you deny yourself it. And then that becomes a cycle of, uh, you know, you know, I can't do anything now. I've got this face. It's taking away all my joy, all my happiness. And I can't even eat the foods I like. So it's got nothing to do with the foods. As obviously we have, it's always better to eat, especially with this COVID and the pandemic and everything else, it's always better to eat lighter, healthier foods, you know, um, seasonal foods. I always eat foods that are in the season. I always, you know, go for fresh produce, organic if I can, but if not, you know, um, lemon waters and things like that, just things that are very nice and energizing and purifying for the body. But my diet is... I eat what I fancy. I'm not a massive meat eater, but I will eat it if I fancy it. So the anxiety that goes with food. And 
I have had some magnificent transformations happen with people who come or who I'm talking with, um, who cannot eat, who just say they just cannot eat it and they just write it off. I can't eat it. Okay. So as we work through it, I've got, um, there's reviews in my group and on my website, how people are eating foods and finding that actually they're really, really enjoying the foods and it was nothing to do with the food. Avocado, for example, things that, you know, people really love, guacamole, just things that we loved or we were raised on, you know, they won't eat sweets, they deprive themselves of so many things and it's torturous. It's really torturous, like punishment. But what happens is when we're punishing ourselves through the food, then we're deflecting from the actual cause of what it is and it's usually healing, trauma or, you know, uh, maybe it's a relationship to food that you had when you were little that's reintroduced itself because I know that can happen so with any disease or any illness it's always better to eat really you know as as healthily as we can and some I haven't met really a rosacea I haven't met yet a rosacea sufferer who is a, a real junk food eater you know chips and fried foods and things I think most of us are very conscious about what we put in our in our mouths but it's the mindset around the food so it's that belief that seed that's sown from somewhere whether it be internet whether it be search whether it be an old eating experience whether it be how our parents made us eat how we were you know not allowed to leave the table until we ate our last Brussels sprout things like this where has this about the food come from because that's what we work through when people um you know I've had a client that used to like pick and mix you know these little sweeties and things you know that was her I mean I don't know about you but you used to get your pocket money and you know go and treat yourself as a child to maybe some sweets some chocolate and I've had a client that's, you know, walks by it and her little, sort of like her inner child, her inner remembering of when she was a kid, you know, going through and picking out a couple of these in the bag and then getting it weighed. She deprived herself of all of this because she believed that sugar was bad and she couldn't eat it and she would just, you know, her rosacea would flare. She had this whole mindset narrative about this pick and mix. And, uh, yeah, it was a real celebrating day when she actually, you know, went back and walked by this pick and mix and took a few and ate them and she realized actually that what the memories of how she used to feel when she was a kid far outweighed and like nothing happened to her face because she was giving herself giving back to herself and she was having a joyful moment of remembering in that time so transfixing it's breaking the mindset it's making the mindset into a positive mindset it's asking yourself where is this coming from is it true for you? If I eat that pizza, will my face flare? You do not know. There's not a yes or a no question. Okay, maybe the time before, it did. But nobody knows if your face will flare if you eat that pizza. It's, it's a yes or a no. Will it flare? Yes or no? We cannot say anything else about it until we've eaten the pizza. But the anxiety and the, and the mindset and the, the thought of eating it is what's creating the flare and the reaction the thought around it like what is your thought around it and that's what we break down and work through and it's very easy to shift that mindset even though it might sound so might feel so um impossible because you've tried everything 
you know you've tried to sample foods and go back into the foods you like but to give yourself back the stuff the things the foods that you love is rosacea healing is rosacea healing because otherwise it's deflection it's spiritual deflection from what your soul desires what your essence is this is all mindset this is all i cannot do that because because of what because i will flare how do you know because i do because i did last time this is not healthy mindset so i initiate you to see all of it for what it really is and to uh yeah so food and anxiety i hope that's a little bit of um inspiration for you some motivation some hope that you can have whatever you like in this lifetime it's just about healthy choices choices that are your truth soul service just awaken into your greatness and stop trying to control everything this word control is so you know the way you control your mind why don't we try being and just why don't we let the heart talk and the body's language talk and be guided that way so foods and anxieties i feel are a deflection from what is causing this whatever that information comes from came from whatever it is whatever old pattern that's arising i feel that that work is just incredible to move you through so you can not have this anxiety around food so i hope that helps i hope that helps and um if you have any questions please let me know i'm really open to hearing your questions and uh, making more podcasts in on subjects that could really help you awaken to your greatness um please see my website for my rosacea freedom support group it's a new platform away from social media away from distraction so we can concentrate together and grow this community of rosacea freedom um that i'm passionate about offering if you'd like to know more about that just hit my website and just take a look subscribe to my newsletter see my podcast list all the topics i've talked about my ebook about my story my my time with rosacea the reasons why i suffered from it the healing the process the freedom take a look at that and just my newsletter will keep you updated with any new works that i'm working on to really help you guys really lift out of to take back your life from rosacea because it really does become a lifestyle if we're not careful and i don't want that for any one of you So, thank you so much for listening. Take the best care of yourselves and yeah, let's speak I'll be here again soon with some more lovely rosacea freedom topics. Have the best day, evening, morning wherever you are in the world. Bye-bye for now.